Grand Rising, Grand Rising, happy people. I want to welcome you to today's edition of the Mind Your Business Call. Whoops. All right, there we go. I think I was muted over on uh, our live stream on Facebook, guys. So let me repeat what I just said. Welcome, 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 everyone, to today's edition of the Mind Your Business call. Uh, my name is Tracy Walker. I am your host, and this is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, of marketing, and of course, money. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just let you know that uh, we do this call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are ever in a position to dial in live and listen to us live, you can definitely do so. Um, just save it in your phone. Go ahead and save MYB be call to your phone. Uh, the number is 701-801-6327. All right. Now, also, one other thing I want to make sure everybody is aware of, I do have a very, very special VIP list, uh, our podcast subscriber list, and I would love for you to subscribe. So if you'd like to be on our VIP list, we'll be doing giveaways and all types of things coming up here really, really soon. Uh, just text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Guys, we can be found on all of your major and your favorite live streaming platforms such as iTunes, Pandora, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify. We're on all those places. So make sure you uh, go to your favorite streaming location. Do a search for Mind Your Business, Tracy Walker, and guess what? Go ahead and subscribe. What are we talking about today? Mm-hmm. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about how savings accounts are scams. Yes, they are scams. I'm going to prove it to you. I am going to prove it to you. Let me tell you something. You know, I kind of talk about this whole savings thing a lot because growing up in the environment that I grew up in, my mother was a saver. I don't know about you. Were your parents savers? Because if they were, or your grandparents or whoever was responsible for you, were they savers? Did you hear things like, hey, 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 you got to save this money for a rainy day. You got to save it for a rainy day, right? And I watched, I literally watched my mother save her behind off for a rainy day, right? I watched her do it. And I also, something that I remember internalizing is how she never seemed to have any money today, but she was always saving, right? So what does that mean? That means that she was basically getting her paycheck, right? She was paying the bills, doing the things that she needed to do, and then with what she had left over for the most part, not every single dime, but for the most part, she was saving it. She wasn't using it today. She wasn't enjoying her life that day, right? She was sacrificing. How many of you guys grew up where you just literally witnessed people sacrificing, you know what I'm saying? Sacrificing, 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 constantly sacrificing every day of their life until the end. My mother ended up passing away um, in, on March the 2nd of 2003. My mother was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer, and um, so she passed away. But I remember her literally just saving every freaking thing for a rainy day, and 
I mean, there were some rainy days that she had to go in that fund and get it, but ultimately that was what she did. And I observed that. She didn't teach me save, save, save. Like, you know, we didn't sit down at the dining room table and have lessons about saving. But through observation, they say that your children see what you do, right? And, and I was watching, observing. Obviously, subconsciously, I learned to save. So that was my thing. I, was my, I, I sacrificed, right? I sacrificed myself uh, going through college, right? I sacrificed myself uh, with my first real estate business. I sacrificed myself and didn't live. I mean, that's not true. I, did, I built a brand-new house. I had some nice cars. I had some nice jewelry. I, you know, we did some nice things, but I was the person that was always like, this is too much. It's too much. We got to save. It's too much. We got to save. We got to put it away. We got to put it away. We got to put it away, right? Something bad could happen. We got to put it away. I was more stressed out about not overindulging and splurging um, uh, with moderation or balance, right, or budgeting for those things. Uh, I was more against that because I was more for, nope, 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 we should save. We should not worry about having fun. We should worry about saving. And I will tell you that that rainy day came for me. That rainy day came when the real estate market went crashing down. And my 3,800-square-foot house that we built from the ground up, or 37, whatever it was, um, it literally went into foreclosure, pre-foreclosure. Two of my three cars went into repossession. I was down at the state. I was still living in Chicago. I was down at the state of Illinois office um, asking these people, doing the applications or what have you, so that we could apply for um, food stamps. Now, I tell you what. When you're driving a Mercedes-Benz CL500, you got a five-carat diamond ring on your finger because you married. You got a Chanel bag and some Gucci sunglasses on, and you're going into the state office to ask for food stamps. These people looking at you like you're trying to run a scam on them. But I wasn't trying to run a scam on them. Those were just the material things that I had at that time. I had sold quite a few things, too. I had pawned quite a few things, too. I, that was kind of like the last thing I had, right? So I'm, walk, I'm walking up into this place like, hey, I need some help with food. Because who wanted to spend two, $300, $400? My household was large. I had a husband at that time. I had cousins lived in the house with me. I had um, good friends, a brother-in-law. It was like four guys lived in the house, family, right, and friends. And we needed to get on food stamps. So I used, I used my savings during that time to try to pay for bills, to try to catch up on credit cards because we were buying things on credit because we didn't have the cash. Our real estate deals had got tied up in the pipelines, and the way that we were closing deals at that time, it was illegal now. They changed the rules. So I couldn't close. We couldn't close our deals the way that we were normally closing our deals or else we would run the risk of prison. And I don't know about you, but anything that sounds that starts with prison and ends with done, I'm over it. I don't do it. Thank you very much. So we had to find a different way. Saving allowed me to stay afloat for a little while. But once you blow through the savings, you dead in the water again. Saving money is dumb. And what's even worse is, the scam 
that the banks, the traditional banks, run in reference to enticing you, my opinion, I'm using those words, enticing you to put your money in their institution so that they have access to your money. You don't charge them to give them access to your money because you think you think you're saving it and it's better to save it in their institution than it is under your mattress. So let me give you an example. If you were to put a hundred in fact I'm gonna show you, if you are watching, if you're watching this on the, the live stream, okay, here on Facebook or on YouTube or what have you, all right, let me let me share something with you. <clears throat> I think you should be able to see this. Okay? Hold on one second also. Let me remove this a little thing out the way. Okay. You are looking at Wells Fargo, the the website Wells Fargo, right? <clears throat> And what you see here, let me move this out the way, what you see here is their rates, okay? You see their savings accounts and CD rates. So let's look at this. It says savings rates. So number one, if you want to avoid the $5 monthly service, you have to keep a minimum of $300 in there. So let's just say you only have $100 in there. Let's say you only have $100 in there. That means you're going to pay $5 a month just to have the $100 in there. So let's do the math. $100 that you put in in January, and you take $5 times 12 months, that is $60. If you have $100 in January and you don't do anything else, you are saving, right? You're saving now. You're putting it away, okay? You're going to pay $60 for the year. That means at the end of the year, you're going to have $40. Wait just a second. So I put $100 in, and at the end of the year when I was saving, I only have $40? Please tell me how that makes sense. Make it make sense to me. So now you got to put in a minimum of three, you got to put in three times the amount, and you must keep it there at a daily balance. Now, I'm not saying that's easy to do. I'm not saying it's hard to do. I'm just saying look at the rules that they stipulate for you giving them your money for free. You're not even charging these people. They're charging you. So wait a minute. When you borrow money from the bank, they charge you. But when the bank borrows money from you, they still charge you? As if that's not enough of a scam for you. You didn't save anything. You spent. You spent. Now, to make matters worse, they say that um, your standard interest rate, your annual percentage yield is 0.01%. So at the end of the year, they're going to give you 0.01%. So let's just take your $40 and let's multiply that times uh, point, hold on, your $40, and we're going we're gonna to do that times 
0.01%. Okay? You barely even have four cents. At it. So you just got ripped off. You put your $100 in here, they took 60 And they're calling a savings account, and they give you .01, which ain't nothing. Saving money is dumb. Okay, you don't like it? That's okay. Let's go over here. Let's check out what Bank of America is doing. And that was Wells Fargo. Let's check out what Bank of America is doing. Let's look at the rates. Here we go. If you have an account balance of less than $2,500, you're going to get .01%. How about that? So let's do the math, okay? 1%, well, 10% would be $250. That would be 10%. 1% would be $25. 1% would be $25. Point point zero one percent is like two dollars. Point one percent. Point zero one percent. Two dollars. If you have twenty five hundred dollars or more, it's still point zero one percent. Now, if you want to be a preferred rewards member, the gold tier is 0.02%. The platinum tier is 0.03, and the platinum honors is 0.04. But you've got to qualify. You've got to qualify to earn nothing. You've got to qualify to earn less than 1%. You've got to qualify to earn less than a half of 1%. And if you want to uh, avoid fees, you have to maintain a minimum daily balance of $500. Or you can link your account and all this different type of stuff, or you can pay $8 a month. Hmm. So you think saving is going to help you to get wealthy, huh? How? when they're taking the money out for the fees. If you didn't even touch the money, you have less money. And the amount of interest that they give you is laughable, it's jokeable. You ought to be ashamed and upset. Why don't I see protests for this? Why don't I see legislation for this? Why don't I see people uh, marching in front of SCOTUS for this? Why don't I see you walking out of your job for this? You don't this discrimination? This is not discrimination to you, is it? Because, see, there's some entities you look at and you just accept what they say. You fight some battles, but you don't fight the battles that really matter. See, this really matters. I don't care what race, color, creed, religion, sexual orientation, binary, non-binary, LGBTQ, whatever, I don't care. You all need to live and pay your bills and function in this society. This right here unifies all of us. Why isn't anybody protesting against this? You have to keep $500 in here in every day, 
at the end of the day, you need to have at least $500 in that account to avoid a monthly fee. Okay, so let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. It's a scam. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It is a scam. Now, are there places where you can go when you can get high yield interest rates? Yeah. So you might get 0.85 I've seen some places, right? You can go and get, but it's still all less than 1%, and it's better than nothing, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I, I have a problem with accepting the best of the worst. You've been trained to accept the best of the worst. Oh, yeah, I'm getting 0.85. Yeah, 0.85 is good compared to 0.01, but that's if you're in the worst category. If you're in the worst category, then, yeah, it's probably the best of the worst. And what I'm trying to get you to understand is that you're not going to save your way into anything. You're not going to save your way into feeling better. You're not going to save your way into having more money. You're not going to save your way into, even if you put that money in a savings account and you did have a rainy day, you got less. You have less. So the idea is to not put it in an account that takes from you. The idea is to put it in an account that multiplies it. The idea is to put it in an entity that compounds it, that grows it. That's the idea. If you're going to keep fighting to stay broke and justifying why you need to put your money in a savings account that is going to force you to keep 300 daily balance, which means you really can't use it, unless you're putting more in there, unless you automatically are putting $1,000, 2000 $3,000 in there. Okay, fine. Let's say you have $1,000 you put in there. That's still going to take $60 out. That's still less. How are you saving? How are you paying to save? You're paying to save. They should be paying you to save. Oh, wait, they are. They are paying you to save 0.101% for the year. Ha, ha, ha. What a joke. What a slap in your face. You ought to be upset. You ought to be seriously disgusted at how they smile at you, how they laugh at you, and how they literally stab you in your back and you walk into that bank because they've got red carpet and because the air smells good and because they have dumb, dumb suckers sitting on the counter for you to take one out of the bowl. Yep, you dumb, dumb. You're a dumb, dumb. They're telling you, hello, welcome to dumb, dumb city. How can I help you today, dumb, dumb? (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I like to deposit some money in my savings account. And like, okay, how much do you like to deposit? I like to deposit $1,000. I say, oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Would you like to have a seat with one of our financial bankers? Because, dum-dum, you're giving us your money for free. Dum-dum, we're going to take that money. We're going to go trade that money, dum-dum. We're going to earn 30 40 50% on your money today. Today, uh-huh. <laughs> we're going to give you 0.01 after the whole year. We're going to get rich off of you, dum-dum. Please tell all your friends. If you tell your friends to open up an account with us here, we'll give you $50. Uh-huh. We'll pay you an affiliate commission to refer 
sales to us because we're getting rich off of all of you people who don't understand the concept of compounding your money versus saving it. It's a very serious and important lesson that should be taught in school, but it's not. So that's why you do it. I did it because that's what I saw my mom doing. And I learned very quickly after I had that debacle in 2007 that, okay, I got to do something different because, yeah, I did save for the rainy day, and guess what? I used my information. I used my money for that rainy day, and when that money was gone, I was still back worse off because now I had no money. I had saved. I used everything I sacrificed for years to save because I didn't know that it would have been better had I been investing that money. Because even if I needed to dip into it, I would have more, not less. More, not less. More, not less. Hello, more, not less. You got to get on the compound interest game, my family. You have to get on the compound interest. If you took that same $100 and you put that $100 with a broker, a, a, a foreign exchange broker, a trading broker, if you left it there for a year, it would still be $100. So even if you just took it out of the bank and put it in a brokerage account, you would still at least have your whole $100. I have a couple of brokerage accounts I had a little bit of money in, different ones for testing and trading and practicing for years. And I forgot I had a couple of accounts. And I went back into a couple, I logged in one of those accounts, and that same little $50 that was in there from three years ago is still in there. So what did I do? I started trading with it. I started trading with it. The $50, the $100. Why would I take that money out and put it in a savings account such that if I had $50, if all I had was $50, and I put it in a savings account, I would have negative $10 by the end of the year. I would have overdraft. You guys understand that? Off of fees. Off of fees. Off of fees. You're okay with this. You're okay with this. You don't want to listen to what I'm saying and be, and be banging my DM down say, well, how do I open up a brokerage account? No, you don't want to do that because why are you scared? You scared you're going to lose. But they're stealing from you. You're already losing. It's just that you're not in control of the loss. Wouldn't you much rather be in control of losing than just letting somebody rob you? <laughs> you're okay with these people just taking this $5 from you every month then you having the opportunity to gain $5 every month because you're afraid that you might lose? Lose what? You're already losing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. We cannot play this game any longer. I keep trying to tell you saving money is dumb. It's not a joke. Is it a catchy phrase? Yes, yeah, a catchy phrase, but I prove to you, I prove to you that it's dumb. I prove to you when you go to winwithtracy.com, if you click on the button that literally says saving money is dumb, it says free video. If you go to winwithtracy.com and you watch the video, the free video, I literally break down for you this banking system and why it is a bad idea to save. It's a bad idea. Now, listen, 
saving for six months, okay, saving for a few months, and you have a nest egg of things. We're not talking about that. I said I watched my mother sacrifice for years to save. Just put money in a savings account, and you're losing. This is serious business. Your life is on the line. Your children's lives, financial life is on the line, and you're playing. You don't even want to know. You don't even want to know how to get a brokerage account. You don't even want to know how to take the $100 you have. Even if you took $100 and you grew it by $1 a month, you would be making more money than that stupid savings account is giving you. If you grew the savings account by one measly freaking dollar a month, that is nothing. If you grew the account by one dollar, y'all should be trying to get rich trading. You should be trying to get rich trading. You should be trying to make $100, double the money, double the money, but you're letting the bank scam you. I give you .01 for the year. If I could show you how to get 1% a month, $1 on $100 a month where they don't take any money out for fees, at the end of the year, you would have well over $112. You would have well over $112. But you don't want to learn how to do that. You'd rather just let the money sit there and have $40 at the end of the 12 months. So which one is dumb and which one is dumber? Which one? Dumb and dumber. You need to put the money in a different entity, period. Just even go let it sit. Let it sit somewhere where they don't take from you. And then even better, even better is how about you just grow it faster than what the bank is growing it? How about you just grow it faster than what inflation is? How about you just grow it faster than what your 401k? 401k is giving you 6 7% a year. I just showed you if they do it 1% a month, that's 12% a year. Do you not understand the mathematics that I'm speaking to you? 1 times 12 is 12, and that's simple interest. I'm not even talking about compound. 1% times 12 months is 12% simple interest. Six to seven percent if I let it sit for one k. Point zero one percent if I put it in a savings account and let it sit. Guys, you don't got to be the smartest person in the world, but literally, these numbers got to make sense to you. Twelve is better than six, and it's damn sure better than point zero one. I dropped some nuggets today. I showed you. I showed you. Now what you do with it is what you do with it. It's Financial Freedom Friday. Okay, it's Financial Freedom Friday. I, I'm trying to show you at the very basic level some of the, sh- the simple shifts that you have to make in your mind, the simple shifts that you have to make in your mind. You've got to stop saving. You've got to start investing. And you don't have to even invest a lot. You're afraid of what? Losing. You're already losing. It's time to stop being afraid of letting people steal from you and start standing into your own strength and learning from people who can show you how to live a better way. How are you scared to, to lose? And you broke right now. How are you scared to lose and you don't have anything saved up? Or you don't have anything in an investment account for your children right now. You don't have an insurance policy right now. You don't have anything right now. But you scared to put $100 in a trading account because you might lose $0.50? Cent? You might lose $10? How? How are you afraid of that? 
you're going to lose $60 at the end of the year anyway with no chance of recovery unless you put more money in. More money has to go in from your job. you got to put more money in. I'm showing you. I'm trying to get you to understand. You don't have to put more money in. You can grow the amount you already have. If you grow what you have, you don't have to keep taking from what you are earning to put in the account. You grow it. With the savings account, they say you got to keep $300 daily balance, but if you need to use it for buying a tire, You've already defaulted on that. Now you're going to pay monthly fee. You've gotten less, and you don't have a way to grow the now $100 that's in there because it's not an, inter- it's not an investment account. You just stuck with the $100, and now you've got to go get another 200 and put the 200 back in from your work money. If you put the $100 in the, in the investment account, then even if you needed to use the money to go get the tire and you had $50 left, you could still take that $50 and trade that $50 up back to the $100. You don't got to go get another $50 from your job money, from your bill money, from your kid's piggy bank. You don't have to keep going over there to put back in. Do you understand this? Come on now. I got to go. It's Friday. I got some things to do. I got people to help. I got people to help. I'm trying to help you first thing in the AM. I hope that you are getting what I am putting down. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business podcast. I'm trying to tell you how to mind your business. I'm trying to teach you how to mind your business. I gave you nuggets. I showed you on the website. You're not getting nothing at the savings account. (laughs) Stop it. Just stop it. It's insane. Cut it out. So what do you do? I just told you what you do. You put it in a brokerage account. And then you let other people who know what they're doing, like me and my community of people, show you how to invest and trade it and grow the money. What are you afraid of? We do the call every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Guys, make sure that you literally go and subscribe to our uh, podcast uh, on your live, on your major streaming platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, Pandora. Go and do a search for Mind Your Business. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I really appreciate it. And then make sure you join my VIP podcast list by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. And, guys, of course, before we get out of here, let's make sure we stay connected. Head over to www.winwithtracy.com. Check out the Saving Money is Dumb video. It's free. Just go ahead and check it out. Just watch it and understand, and let's start moving you to the next phase. Let's start moving to the next level of success. Let's, let's stop doing the same thing over and over and blaming people that have nothing to do with your decisions today. You are making decisions today for your tomorrow. The decisions that was made two and three, four hundred years ago don't affect what you can do right now today. Right now today you have an opportunity to do something, but if you're going to keep blaming folks and you're going to keep living in the past, you're going to keep recycling the same financial curse, not just on your life, but your children's life and your grandchildren's life. And it ain't nobody's fault but yours at this point because you have been enlightened. You have been forewarned. You have been um, – somebody has shared the information with you on what to do. Don't be so afraid of winning that you keep losing. And I'm just going to let that sit 
right there. I want to thank y'all for tuning into the podcast. Make sure that you tune in next week. We will kick everything off again next week. Same time, same line. I am so excited to have all of you guys here and to have you tuning in and being a part of this community and uh, working with us and being with us and sharing with us and growing and growing with us, right? Because this is all the Mind Your Business podcast is about. It's really about you literally minding your business and helping you to elevate. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time, and I'll see everybody and hear everybody next week. Later, family.